You're listening to episode one of season two of Namaste Link, the podcast. We kick things off with a topic so meaningful to anyone wanting to build a healthy support system of like-minded people. We discuss the many ways we gravitate towards certain people on our growth paths and how to connect with people who reflect the kind of qualities we admire. We get brutally honest about the choices that keep you out of alignment with the best version of yourself. We get into the importance of letting go of people and energies who no longer fulfill you. And we inspire you to ask the self-reflective questions that help guide you to your authentic self and ultimately to the tribe that aligns with your higher purpose. As the creators of Namaste Inc., a network of empowered women, we understand the trials and tribulations that go into finding your way to your tribe. As always, we openly share advice and challenge you to take inspired action. If you're questioning how to find the people you're meant to do life with, then this episode is for you. This is Namaste Inc. Podcast, Episode 1. Namaste. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Namaste Inc. The Podcast. My name is Severina Hernandez and I am here with the one and only Mary Mimon. Hello guys, I'm so excited to be here for Season 2 with you guys. So, Miriam, can you actually introduce yourself to our uh, listeners? Yes. So, if you guys didn't catch my actual episode with them, season one, I'm Mary Mimon. I'm an influencer, model, and hairstylist and entrepreneur. I own the brand Manifest Body, which is an athletic and leisure apparel line. So, just to give a little synopsis of myself, I'm um, a body positive advocate. And I'm super excited to be on season two to share with you guys and be very open. And nothing's off topic this season. We're talking about no everything. No bars, right? Yes, we're going in. And it's going to be uncomfortable, but healing. And we're going to have healing conversations because it is time. It is goddamn I, time. <laughs> after this pandemic and so much has come up, I think that so many people are realizing the way they're living was not the way... That was conducive to the way they wanted to live in life. So we're going to dig into all that, right? We're going to dig into it, peel, peel all those layers back. Peel all the layers back. And just back. be super honest. Yeah. I think, you know, it's time to just start being honest with ourselves and with mm-hmm. everybody. Because that's where healing starts. Healing starts with uh, facing ourselves and facing our shadows. And it's really uncomfortable when we walk through that path because it feels very lonely. It feels very dark. And you feel like you're in the fucking matrix. You're like, what's happening to me right now? But honestly, that's the best place to be. And I feel like a lot of people are in this place right now. So... Do you want to tell the viewers about our topic today? We're kicking it off really strong. We're kicking it off with how to find your tribe. How to find your tribe. What does that mean, Seb? What what does your tribe mean? I mean, honestly, it took me a while to find my tribe, Mm -hmm. right? You know, I'm 28 years old and for eight years I was in this fucking relationship and uh, I didn't really have friends like that. It was like either my boyfriend or like one friend that I would hang out with like once a year um and it took me to get into real estate like last year or Mm -hmm. whatever and the one person that I did meet introduced me to somebody else and she just exploded my entire world right she introduced me to people that actually had commonalities with right Mm -hmm. so she kind of opened, opened all the, the doors, doors up. for everything. I think that's really interesting. So you found your tribe after being in this long relationship where you kind of it consumed pretty much all of your 20s, right? Exactly. So it was just you and your boyfriend. Um, was it difficult for you to find women that resonated with the woman you wanted to become? No, I was actually really fucking lucky. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, throughout that relationship or whatever I did have this one friend who took me back to the person that I used to be right back in my you know late teens or whatever and like my early 20s you know I was into some not so great things you know <laughs> <into> some trouble <laughs> I was into some trouble uh-huh. in my early 20s or whatever um and she would always take me that back to that place and I just knew that wasn't who I was supposed to be I was wanted I was destined for greatness like I uh-huh. always wanted to help people mm-hmm. no matter how that was and she always kind of took me there so I noticed once I completely cut ties with her um and I aligned myself with people that were trying to do the same things that I was 
everything just started to blossom and it right. was fucking beautiful. You found so I think you got really lucky. I think you found your tribe in a really easy way where I feel like a lot of women go through a lot of superficial friendships, a lot of heartbreaks with friendships, because you can have heartbreaks with friendship, right? For like, sure. And I think especially for us living in LA, which is a very superficial city. The most superficial city <laughs> probably in the entire world. It is very difficult for women to find their tribe because I feel like and I'll, I'll use myself, for example, is that for a long time, I believe that I hung out with people who I thought I was supposed to hang out with, right? So, like, I'm supposed to hang out with other models. I'm supposed to hang out with other influencers. I'm supposed to hang around people who go to the same parties and events as me. Like, those are the people I'm supposed to hang around. And because I was put into this industry at such a young age, that's all I knew. And a lot of times when I tried to have conversations about spirituality or self-growth or self-evolution, like those would fall on deaf ears. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, what what dude is going to buy me this bag? What dude is taking care of me? Who's in your DMs? Like, what basketball player am I going on a date with tonight? Yeah. And that's so not who I am. And it was really hard because I feel like I was masking who I was and pretending who I was to be around people who really didn't resonate with my higher self. And I didn't realize that till probably I— probably two years ago. And, you know, I'm about to turn 27. I'm 26 right now. I probably didn't realize that till I was 25. And I'm still fully coming out of that. It was really hard navigating. How do I exit these superficial friendships, right? And how do I find people who aren't going to judge me and think that I'm this type of person, but be open to the kind of conversations I want to have, right? And I feel like this is why this podcast is going to be so important because I feel like so many people are, have a problem with setting boundaries. Boundaries is number one for right. sure. Right. And I think boundaries is the hardest thing for people to set because it requires us to realize we are not living in our, our you know, our real selves. We're not living the way we want to live. And how do I say no to things I don't want to do? Because I think a lot of times we feel like when we say no to people, oh, I don't want to upset them. I don't yeah. want to make them angry, right? It's like, well, I shouldn't have to dishonor myself to be your friend. If I have to dishonor myself to be your friend- Then we shouldn't be friends. Then we should Period. not be friends. So have you ever been in a friendship where you felt like you were dishonoring yourself to be that person's friend and you were scared to be like, hey, you know, I don't want to participate in this conversation. I don't I don't want to go to this event. I don't want to be this person anymore. I want to evolve past this. But you were scared to like advocate for yourself? Um, I wouldn't say I was necessarily scared, but mm -hmm. I'll kind of try to juggle both, right? Okay. So I would try to like, you know, try because me myself, I'm very headstrong, right? Okay. So I'm able to push myself, and I know what I need to do, and I just do it. Right. I'm, I'm very much so a doer. So, um, in that friendship, that toxic friendship that I was speaking of. Um, you know, I would unfortunately partake in the things that she wanted to do, but right. also I would try to like push her to do both like better things. And it just, it just was not good. It didn't right. end up well, like she didn't end up trying to do the things that I wanted to do, whatever. But again, I set my boundaries. I knew where I was supposed to go and where I wanted my life to go. So I just had to cut her off. Right. And so I did so. Um, I feel like for me, I have I had a really hard time um, separating myself from superficial friendships. And I had a really hard time advocating for myself because I'm a people pleaser in a way where it's like I overextend myself because that's just the kind of person I am. I have no issue going out of my way to help people. But a lot of times I saw myself saying yes to things that I really wanted to say no to. It was like all right, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to have these conversations. I don't want to be around this group of people or this energy. But like, how do I say no? Because I haven't said no before and I've conditioned this person into believing the way they treat me is it's acceptable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, now I'm kind of like the bad guy, right? Because we allow people to treat us a certain way. So like, if we're in a friendship for three years and I allow you to talk to me crazy or boss me around or tell me to do X, Y, and Z. And, and then you finally switch the script. It's yes. like, wait a minute, bitch. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, wait, out of nowhere, now you finally find a voice for yourself. And that is the problem I ran into yeah. where it's like evolving. I was hanging around a lot of women who were twice my senior, old enough to be my mother, honestly. And I thought that hanging around older women would elevate me and inspire me and make me be 
inspired by the type of woman I am, the woman I'm becoming. And, and there are friends that I have that are older than me that are incredibly inspiring women, right? But I also had friends that were older than me that were giving me terrible advice. And I just thought because they were older than me, they had this, you know... Wisdom. Wisdom, right. And they would kind of control me in certain aspects. And I allowed that. That's my fault. And so when I got to a point where I was evolving and growing up and I'd be like, mm, you can't talk to me like that. Oh, you can't, you know, use my trauma against me. Oh, you can't, you know, do these things to me. It was kind of like, wait a minute. I, I run this show, not you. This is my life. Right. And so I think that a lot of people deal in friendships is that the thing is we meet people in certain parts of our life, right? Like you get something from that person Maybe you grow from that person. Maybe that person. What's that J. Cole uh, uh, lyric? Um, what'd he say? Are you here for a reason or a season? Right. Yes. A se- right. You meet people for seasons of your life. So how do you gracefully say goodbye to somebody when they're no longer serving your higher purpose? And I think that's what I want to get into today is like, how do you say goodbye? Because I know I don't like drama. I am not a drama person. I'm not one to be like, I am. I don't want to do it at all. And I think that's the hardest thing for people. They, they're they scared. Okay, if I stop talking to this person, if I tell this person my boundaries, it's going to be drama, right? By the end of the day, you don't have to entertain any of that. And when nothing is serving you anymore, you can gracefully walk away. So ways that I have gracefully walked away from friendships, there's a couple of ways I've done it. I have either sent a text or done a phone call and said, you know, I love you. I wish you the best on this journey. However, I do feel like at this moment in life, we're not aligned anymore. And I want to honor my higher self and who I'm becoming. And this has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the person I want to be. And I wish you the best on this journey. That sounds really easy in the sense of doing that. But, you know, sometimes you'll get responses back that are very aggressive or angry. And what I've learned is just to not to respond to those kind of messages, to just let it be because you have Locked to allow the person. Negativity. Yeah, you have yeah. to allow the person to express themselves and that's fine, but you don't have to engage with it. And when you truly let go of those people and detach yourself, there's literally like this weight that's lifted off your shoulder. You're kind of just like, I don't have to deal with you anymore. I don't owe you anything. I don't care what you're going to say about me to other people like I just don't care. And that's like the most freeing feeling I have ever experienced is when I'm like, I don't want to be around you anymore. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to be around this energy. And energy is so contagious. And the people we surround ourselves with, I don't care how how much we lie to ourselves and try to say, I'm a good person. And just because I hang out with this person who does these shitty things, it's okay. Like, it won't affect me. It will affect you. It will drain your energy. It will deplete your energy. It will take away from you. And you will feel that negative energy impacting your life. Everything is energy. Everything. Literally. And we're both, I think, I think that's why we kind of connected. Because we're both huge empaths. Right. 100%. So, like, we feed off of all energies. Um, We do. We do. And you know what? If you allow yourself to be in situations that don't honor your higher self, you're only stopping yourself from being at your greatest potential. And if the conversations you're having with friends do not align with who you want to be, let it go. Or uplift you, yeah. take you to a, the next level. Right. If they only bring you down like or are super dramatic. Like I hate those friendships where it's like nothing about drama, right? Like it's nothing about like, oh my God, today my boyfriend did this. Right. Or like, oh my God, my other friend did this, blah, 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 blah. Right. Like those are super draining. Like, right. why, why do you want to be in those and friendships? That's, and that's the question too, is like when you're done talking to somebody, do you feel elevated or do you feel depleted? Ask yourself these questions. And I know people listening to this right now, you're thinking of a certain someone or maybe multiple people. And this is your chance to really be honest with yourself and go, wait a minute. Is this person, what does this person add to my life? And if it's something superficial this person adds to your life, then you need to to let that go. But you also need to recognize in yourself, why am I staying in this if I know it's not, it's hurting me to gain this superficial thing, right? I have no superficial friendships in my life anymore. I have let go of, of every single one of them. And the reason why is because I realized that so many of my relationships with people were surface level, right? Like girls are like, I want to be friends with you because you we're give both me to in- these parties. Yeah, we're both <laughs> Instagram models and we're both influencers and we're both this or I can do, we'll look good together. But then when I would actually spend time with these people, I'm like, wow. It'd be very blah and It'd be, boring. It's like talking about other women or doing this and that. And I'm like, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't the person I want to be. And I can't be this person anymore, right? Do you actually remember that one friend that you met at that 
party, yes, block yes, party, yes. whatever. That was a very super superficial fr- friendship. I mean, yeah. not on my end, to be honest. Like, right. I didn't obviously reach out to her for whatever reason. Uh-huh. But, like, that was, like, because I'm the type of person that I don't have very many friends. Like, I literally have five friends, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always been led to believe, like, oh, you need to have a lot of friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I don't have a lot of friends, you know, it's kind of weird that you don't have a lot of friends. Like, why don't you have a lot of friends? Right. Anyway, so I'm I'm very open to having friends. So with this one girl particularly, you know, she was very beautiful. And she seemed like she was very cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I actually hung out with her, she was very the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, it was very, very it was a rude awakening. She yeah. was very like not like she, you know, she would post like on Instagram one thing, but like in real life, she'd be like the complete opposite. It was, right. It was very weird. Well, that's so, the that's the other thing too, is that people will social media is such a facade where we can pretend to be anything that we are. But in real life, it's like, are you a good person? Do you empower women in your life? And the woman I want to be friends with empower one in their life. And I'll be the first to say, it, and I've said it to you, is that in my adolescence. I was a woman hater. Like, I judged other women. And, like, when I was 20 to 21, I would have all these perceived, you know, notions about other women. And growing up and evolving, especially doing hair and meeting women of different backgrounds, I realized that was not the way I wanted to live. Like, I actually wanted to empower women. So when I come across women who put down other women, especially for such superficial things for, like, the car you drive, how much money you make, the shoes you're wearing. I'm like, at the end of the day, when we leave this world— you don't take any of that shit with you. None of it. Not not a and goddamn I, thing. And, I, and I, in my in my heart and in my soul, I don't believe that's why my soul is, is to be here right now. I'm here to evolve and grow and can continue to evolve and grow. And the materialistic things to me are such... It's like the matrix almost. Like, it's just an illusion. And I want to be around people who are interested in healing. And I think healing and finding your tribe of healing people is first the first step. Is letting finding yourself is finding yourself, and the second step is letting go of the dead weight. There you go. Yeah. And once you let go of the dead weight, so hold on. How did you find yourself? Through trauma, through pain, and I think that there's this glamorization of spiritual work where people are like, oh, like spirituality is like butterflies, and like you're walking through this meadow when there's like a waterfall. It's like, oh, life is so great. Like this toxic pox, um, toxic positivity, which I hate. Being spiritual doesn't mean you're always positive and things are always grand and great. Um, going through awakening, it's actually very dark and lonely. And people don't talk about it. It's it's self-reflective. It's facing your shadows. It's a lot of nights alone. It's a lot of crying. It's a lot of pain. It's a lot of releasing. But the other side of that is so fucking Beautiful. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the person you become is so amazing. And so I found myself through trauma and in something really terrible happening to me for me to kind of self-reflect and figure out, all right, who who do I want to be in this world? What is the person I want to be in the world? What is the energy I want to exude, right? And that took me a long time and sitting through a lot of pain by myself to realize that. And I want people listening to realize that if you're going through a path right now where you feel alone and it feels dark and you're like, I don't know what's happening to me. It just feels like everything in my life that I know is is crumbling and the walls are falling down. That is completely normal. And you're going through an awakening. And contrary to what everybody will tell you, an awakening is dark. But very dark. very dark and very painful. It's going to feel very alone. And you're going to want to disconnect from other people. And I'm telling you, the other side of that is going to be beautiful. And also, you're really not alone. Like, if you mm-hmm. ever really honestly need to talk to somebody, you could always talk to us. Right. Or DM us. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. DM us. Yeah. Like, I'm a very open person. Right, right. Like, it took me a while to become, like, super open, but I'm very open now. Right. And you're just literally not alone. Like, anything that you could think of that you've been through, like, I've most likely been through. Right. <laughs> and there's so many people going through this awakening as well. And figuring out, and I feel like especially after the pandemic, so many people woke up and realized, again, the way I'm living doesn't, this doesn't feel okay. right. Like, am I supposed to be living this life where I'm like nine to five or, and I'm doing, hanging out with these people and just this cycle of Groundhog Day and I don't feel like I'm evolving as a human being. And to me, my purpose here is to evolve, but also to help other human beings on this planet. Like, I truly believe that's why I'm put here. So, and, and, you know... So I can't be friends with people 
that aren't aligned to the same. Who are aligned to the same thing? I can't be friends with people who don't care about the struggles I face. I can't be friends with people who, um, you know, just don't share the same. I think it comes to like sharing the same priorities, right? Right. Like, what are your priorities in life? And if our priorities don't align, we're probably not going to align as friends. And I think a lot of times we group friends in with acquaintances. Like, I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a fucking ton of acquaintances. (laughs) I see you at a party. It's all a vibe. You know, I see you here and there. It's a good vibes. But who are your friends? Who are the people who are going to be there for you through thick and thin? And friends don't gaslight you. Friends don't get mad when you say no. Say no is a healthy practice. Very healthy. Look, if you're listening right now, say no to literally everything you truly do not want to fucking do. Like, you don't want to go to a party? Don't fucking go. Right. You don't want to go to a fucking dinner. You don't want to fucking hang out with certain people. Like, say fucking no. Like, it's not that big of a deal. The practice of saying no is amazing because you also will see how people react to your no, right? So, like, for example, we have something planned and you say, hey— Last minute, Miriam, you know what? I'm not feeling my best. Or, hey, this, I can't do this today. Is it okay if I say no? And I'm like, absolutely. Like, I respect my friends to use the word no with me. I don't, I don't, I don't own you and you don't owe me anything. And I don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. If your friends get mad at you for you putting a boundary and saying, I don't want to do this anymore, or truly not I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to participate in them. That's not a friend. That's not a friendship. That's not the kind of friendships I want to be in. If I can't say no and your response is insensitive, then you don't really care about me as a human being. Because if, if you're going through something or, hey, maybe you just don't feel like it today, why would I want you to show up not your best self? Exactly. You always want your friends to be their best selves. Right. And, and the, you want your friends to take that time to become their best selves. Like, if they're going through something, like, you know, you know, Marianne, you're going through some shit. Right. I'm going to fall back a little bit. I'm here for you. You know that. Right. <laughs> so take that time and right. become your best self. Right. I mean, I... I I would never feel uncomfortable telling Sev, like, even if we had dinner plans or something crazy. If, like, for example, Sev shot for my my brand Manifest Body, which we're wearing right now. Oh <laughs> Manifest Body. If, if Sev texted me the day of and said, you know what, Miriam, I'm not in a good place. I don't, I can't come to the shoot today. I could respond in two ways. I could say, what the fuck, Sev? Like, you know how important this is to me and blah, 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 blah. And all this stuff like, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. Like, how could you not show up? Or I could say, you know what? I respect that. And I'm like, I hope you feel better. No worries. Thank you for even supporting. Like, don't even worry about it, right? Because I don't own you. I don't own your time. Time is the currency of life, my friends. And how you spend your time will ultimately define the person you are in this world. You can always make more money. But you can't get ba- you can't get back time, right? Time. So when you waste my time or deplete my time, you know, you really have to think about who are you spending your time with? How are you spending your time? And are these friendships that you're putting time into really, really that important to you? Will these people really be there for you through thick and thin? Will these people really uplift you at the end of the day? Or again, are, are they a superficial friendship? You know, and I think it's trying to go deep within and figure out what are your five core values and friendships? If the people in your life don't have that, why are you there? And it's okay. Some of us have been in friendships and relationships of such where we're there for superficial reasons. And we don't want to acknowledge that to ourselves because we don't want to admit, I'm there for the money. I'm there for the attention. I'm there for the clout. I'm there for whatever it may be. The clout. Clout. Oh, God. <laughs> the drug of all drugs. <laughs> Literally. It is a drug. Yeah. So how do you? How did you, um, quote unquote, break up with those like unhealthy friendships? Um, honestly... A numerous of ways because a lot of those people tend to be very dramatic and and very consumed in drama. So my exit plan never involves me being dramatic with them or me being confrontational with them. It's more so me having a peaceful and loving exit and sending them loving energy because I don't believe in sending people bad energy. Um, I had a couple of friendships where I sent I literally sent a text message or a call and I said, "Hey, um, I love you. I wish you the best on this journey." I don't think we're aligned anymore. And I think I've been feeling this for a while and I should have said something sooner and I don't have space for you anymore. And I'm going to peacefully let you go. And I wish you the best. And, you know, whatever they said back was perfect, you know, perfectly fine. And I just didn't respond to it. I'm not going to argue with how I feel. Um, And there's been other times where I've just stopped talking to people where it's kind of like, 
I don't reach out. I don't respond because at the end of the day, I don't. That's normally how I do. Yeah, yeah. And I know that can people can deem that as toxic. Like, oh, it's toxic not to let somebody know and stuff. But, but I think it's you not. have to know. I your, don't owe you anything. Well, first no, of all, but too. I think it's also you have to know the individual, right? Like, I know some people who are going to be receptive to what I have to say. And I know some people, even if I, no matter how peaceful or loving I try to be, they're going to come back with some They're going to come back with some shit and it's it's not going to end there. It's going to continue and continue and continue. And it's almost like if something happens where we both know this is uncomfortable, like you both, we both know that something is, you know, in, happened that wasn't great. I'm not going to point out the obvious. But also for me, at least for the most part, whenever I've just like stepped back, and not reached out to them or whatever and I've just kind of let the friendship go I've noticed for the most part that they've also not like reached out to me right it's, like they've it's, never been the like hey what's going yeah, on the energy is like, real and you can read energy and that's the thing like if, if something happens most of the time if something happens I'm gonna vocalize cause I'm a very vocal person I'll very. vocalize <laughs> how I feel and so you're not gonna be confused at all um if you're disrespectful to me anyway, if you can't express yourself in a way that doesn't attack other people, we're just not going to align because we can have any type of conversation. We can have all the uncomfortable conversations in the world. Um, we can talk about everything. It's Can we talk about everything in a respectful manner? If you can't do that, I don't want you in my life. I don't, um, don't want to have conversations where they're screaming or you did this or you I'm like, yo, okay. Calling all of your other friends, bringing them into right, it. Like, right, right. Mm. I don't, I don't want to have those. Is this high school? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have those kind of, of friendships. Those friendships are draining. They're depleting. And I think a lot of people um, are just conditioned to living in drama and feeding on drama and they don't even realize it. But like... That's the thing. You shouldn't have to live that way. Like, yeah. literally, I'm, like, in the most happiest place in my life mm -hmm. with the friends that I have around me. Like, I have zero drama. Right. Like, literally zero right. drama. Such a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm so fucking happy. Yeah. Like, every conversation that I have with any of my friends... Is empowering Is literally nothing yeah. but empowering. If we're not talking about money, business, like, it's about spirituality. Yeah. Fucking just becoming, like the best version of you right and it's fucking beautiful like i never thought i would be able to align with such amazing people well that's what she said align and that's the powerful thing when you actually drop the superficial friendships when you actually drop the dead weight the the most beautiful thing happens after that you start finding your tribe you start aligning with people you start meeting people and having these real conversations where you like literally you're having these conversations you're like wow there's people out there who align with the person I want to be, be, believe in the things I believe in and care about the things I believe in. And that is the best gift you could give to yourself, you know? And Literally. You, you don't, you honestly won't have to go searching for it. It will come to you. It really will. When you let, energy is so contagious. When you drop that dead and negative energy, it just happens. positivity and light will seep into your life. Like all the friends that I have, I didn't go out seeking them. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't fucking like, you know, DM them. Well, or no, like, I, I think you can, though. Like, I do think you can. Like, if you're looking for a certain energy, like, maybe it's joining a woman's group. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's following a page that empowers Which you. Which, hopefully, we will be starting. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's um, doing yoga. Or yeah. maybe it's signing up for a gym membership or, or, or gym, a group gym workout with women. But you don't purposely go out and seek them, though. Like, yeah. you might sign up for a yoga, whatever, retreat or something. Right. But and it's following your intuition yeah, and your path. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, usually if you go to a yoga place, you know, most of the people there are going to align with most of your core values. Right, right. And then, you know, you might make friendships there. But you don't necessarily seek it, no, right? but it's really yeah, like following, aligning with who you are means that you're going to align with people who are like you. So if you, you know, if you're searching for something different, I do, I don't think there's anything wrong with reaching out to people who you feel like, hey, might align with it, yeah. you align with me. I've had, I've made friends like that where people have DM me and said, hey, like, really like your energy. And I feel like we would get along. Well, you want to grab a cup of coffee? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go get coffee. Like, <laughs> let's hang out. Like, you know, like there's nothing wrong with stepping outside your boundary. Maybe you're like, hey, I've, I've been wanting to take a painting class or stuff like that. Actually, so I was just thinking, <laughs> um, I feel like, so once you drop that dead weight, you might just be, you know, fucking sitting there like, fuck, I have right. zero friends now. Oh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> no friends. Literally none. Uh, I feel like you need to 
start aligning with your inner child. Mm, interesting. Right? So, like, you brought up painting. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody loves to paint, obviously. But a lot of people do. And that, I feel like, would align with your inner child. Mm-hmm. So your inner child is what makes you like the most happiest and makes you feel like the most pure, right? Going back to that adolescence and kind of figuring out who am I at my core before the world and everyone told me who I'm supposed to be. Like what makes me happy? Exactly. Yeah. And not being afraid to express who you are and, and stuff like that. And once you find your tribe, it's so nice. It's so fucking nice. I'm like not even lying. Like I'm the most happy. It's like, I know I could call any Five of my friends. <laughs> you have more than five. Bro. I got like five. <laughs> I go any five of them and be like, yo, I'm going through this shit. Like, can help you, me out. Can you support me? Yeah. Exactly. And literally all of them support me in different ways. One might tell me like, you know, fuck, whatever, whatever. Right. Like, you know, well, this. it's quality versus quantity, right? right? It's like I'd rather have five core friends and 20 associates who don't give two shits about exactly. what's going on in my life, you know, or who's going to... And and a lot of times we have to realize is that um, I find for me is because I have a lot of people who um, are attracted and drawn to me. And I find that I used to think we're, oh, okay, that means we're aligned. But I didn't realize that people could be drawn to me for superficial, their own superficial reasons, right? And like low-key, your friends can be haters. So how do you, could, so side note, Miriam is... Like Insta, whatever. She's like a little Insta popping, all right? So how I'm sure a lot of people come to you for superficial things. Like, how are you able to decipher whether if they're like there for the superficial shit, if they're like actually coming to me genuinely pure and all that? So that's that's a really interesting question. And to be honest with you, um, I I move in this world believing that everybody's a pure person, and I move in this world because I have pure intentions, and I am such a lover. And I want to, like, help people that I never think that anybody is coming to me with unpure intentions. Mm -hmm. So it's really the problem I have come into and what I'm learning to navigate through is when someone shows me a behavior. The red flag To believe it, not to ignore it. Because I'm such a person where it's like, I'm such an honest person. I'm such a loving person. I'm just a giving person. That I expect everybody. I don't look at the world in this negative light where I think people are bad people. So if you come into my life, I'm going to assume the best about you until you show me otherwise. The problem I used to have is that I didn't pay attention to the red flags. I mm. make excuses for the red flags. Pay attention to those red flags. And you got to pay attention to people when they show you their behaviors. If, if someone you're hanging out with is talking shit about their other friend, most ta- most they're likely they're going to talk too. shit about you. Period. If somebody is um, being rude to the waiter, most likely it's not an off day. They're, they're rude to the waiter all the time. You know what I mean? Like, these are small things that you can pay attention to. Um, or I remember, like, I had this friend when I was super young. And we were going out to, like, some event, some event or whatever. And it was before I had started dating my ex-boyfriend. He had invited us to. And I, had, like, was wearing my hair really big and Afro-y. And she was like, can you not, like, make your hair super big? And Excuse I was like, me? I was like, why? Does it not look good? I was like, oh, shit, do I look crazy? Like, I was going for the Shaka Khan effect. You know, like, <laughs> I love the big Afro hair. You know, like, what's wrong? And she was like, no, it's just, like, you get so much attention that I don't get attention. Bitch, you got me fucked up, and first I, of all. And I felt bad. I was like, oh, okay. Like, and so I, I, I wet my hair down and Damn. wore it just, like, really slicked and stuff because I— Felt like, oh, that was a good friend to do. But I didn't realize at that time that, like, something about me was making her feel insecure. And she didn't want me to have my hair out because she felt like it was going to take attention from her. And I didn't view that as a hater. Those are her own insecurities. Right. First of all. Right. But also, like, you just have to pay attention to friends they will tell on themselves. People will tell on themselves. People always show their true but colors. But we like to lie to ourselves and we like to say like, oh, no, so-and-so wouldn't do that or so-and-so wouldn't do X, Y, and Z. But a lot but of they people always will. will be drawn to you for certain things and, and they'll want to gain access into your life or access to the connections you have. And it's, again, all super superficial. And it's hard to figure that out. The best way I would say is to pay attention to the red flags and believe people when they show you who they are. Exactly. Don't just try to make excuses. No. Don't And call it out, you know, and be like, hey, what was that about? You know, you know, have these conversations. If someone made you feel uncomfortable, like, hey, what was that when the other day the X, Y, and Z happened? And most of the times those people are going to deflect. They're going to have an excuse. 
and you and you'll you know in your heart we're so intuitive we really are and i know everyone listening has had a situation where they're like fuck i didn't listen to my intuition and i was right in the beginning you are so intuitive so trust that if you're not feeling good around somebody there's a reason for that mm-hmm. there's a hundred percent a reason for energy that. does not lie it doesn't ever. lie it doesn't lie and it's also contagious and people will deplete and feed off of you you know if they'll feed off your light and when you are a light you will attract everything all right so what can we do to make sure our tribe is aligned with us and i think a really important thing we want our viewers to leave with today is what are your top five priorities in a friendship and or in life period in life and you don't have to answer this right away you can really sit journal about it tonight reflect yeah reflect on it like what are your top five priorities and ask yourself the people you're hanging around right now are they moving you closer to those top five priorities are they moving you further away and if they are this is something for you to self-reflect on and this is going to help you find your tribe this is going to help you find the people you want to evolve and grow with right um for me, for instance, like that one friend I was talking about, uh-huh. she, I always felt that she was taking me. Like I would, I feel like I would take like three steps toward my purpose, mm-hmm. and then when I would hang out with her, I'd be taking like two steps back. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I would never get closer to my purpose. What would you say, like, if you could think of your number one priority in a friendship, what would it be? I mean, like. Something that I could do together would just be help people. Like, I'm huge on helping people. Like, mm-hmm. you've seen my little guest room. Like, I yeah, literally so have, like, humanitarian. a whole room. Like, yes. you, re- you really are very much of a humanitarian. Big time. Yeah. And so, like, somebody that I could do that with is, like, huge. Like, not right. all people are big into helping, like, homeless people. And, like, that's okay. Like, whatever. We have our own feelings and stuff. But mm-hmm. if I have somebody that can go out and pass, like, mm-hmm. bags out to, like, homeless women and stuff, like, that is huge to me. Like, that few, like that. So maybe somebody who your top priority sounds like somebody who really prioritizes charitable work. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to you wanna be friends with somebody who definitely gives back to community. It's super important to you. Big time. Yes. Okay. That's, what about that's, you? Oh, top number one priority. Shit. What would it be? See, it's easy asking the questions. It's not easy. Answering them. I, you know, <laughs> I think the number one thing would be. Um, hmm. Because I have a couple of things. I'm trying to figure out what the number one thing would be. I think it would have to be um, trust. Okay. Like, if I can't trust you, I really don't want you in my life. <laughs> because I like to be very open with my friends about everything, my pain, my everything. struggles, everything. And trust for me is everything. Um, Being able to feel secure and that if I tell you something intimate or a trauma that happens to me, that you're going to respect that and honor that. And if I can't trust you. And not use it against you, too. Not use it against me, not weaponize trauma against me. And that has happened to me in friendships where people have weaponized the most traumatic things against me and used it against me. So trust for me is number one. I don't want anybody around me that at the end of the day, I can't trust that you're not going to spill or tell. It's not going to become gossip to you like my exactly. life is not gonna become gossip to you so trust is number one because if i'm having you in my space and my home and stuff that is i trust you i don't let anybody in my home and anybody who's been to my home knows that like i'm very like particular about the energy that walks into my front door so that's a big trusting thing for me for and, sure and she also sages the fuck out of her house if she i gets do i have crystals energy. in every corner <laughs> black obsidian and i have all sorts of stuff going on in there i'm very 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 careful about the energy i let into my home so trust is very important um i'm trying to think what number two would be would have to be um some I think it's I think what I've realized in life is I really like to align myself with people who prioritize their health. And when I say health, I don't mean just physical, I mean mental. Um because that's so important. Um your physical and your mental health is so important. The, the things that we eat, the things we consume, not just in our physical body and our mind. Watch, listen. Yeah, everything. Health. And it's like, I love to have conversations with my friends. Like, how can we be healthier individuals uh, physically and mentally? And all of my friends, that is a top priority to them. Like, 
hey, like, let's go work out together. Let's, you know, meal prep together. Let's meditate together. Like, That's what I'm saying. Your friends should not just be, like, the ones that you go out and fucking get fucked up with. Yeah, those are Like, you should be able to go hiking with them, go fucking to yoga retreats, go fucking painting on the beach with, like... Right, everything. Do all the, you know, corny shit, you might say, with, like, you know? I think it's awesome shit. (laughs) It is awesome. I love, like, fucking doing all that shit. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think prioritizing health would be the second thing for me. Because also, if you're prioritizing your mental health, we're going to be able to have conversations that are difficult without it feeling like the end of the world. Like, if, we, if we're if we both prioritizing our mental health, then we can have these conversations that might seem uncomfortable to other people and it not end in, like, this tragedy like we're not friends anymore like we can have this difficult conversation where it's like hey girl you made me feel a certain type of way can we talk about it and you'd be like yeah let's let's dissect that and talk about it where with someone else it could be like why you know starting to drama like (laughs) bitch you got me fucked up like how dare you right and like (laughs) prioritizing mental health and physical health is so and honestly for me physical health is really important too it really is because the food i put in my body i think um well, I believe, and I truly believe this, that food is one of the biggest energy consumptions we can have, right? So even when I'm people making food, for, how yes. people prepare it, like if someone's making your food and they're angry or they're upset, like that's transferred. You it. Yeah, that's transferred into food. Um, but I'm, I'm obviously, if you follow me, you already know I'm vegetarian. I'm plant-based. I'm pretty much almost vegan. Not yet, so I won't say I am. <laughs> but I'm vegetarian. Seb is the same. Yes. And um, I'm very conscious of what I put into my body. and taking care of my body because I have learned, and we'll get into this on on another episode about uh, loving and honoring your body as, you know, I've learned that I work out and take care of my body, not for superficial reasons, but because I love this body and I want to thank it for everything that it does to keep me alive and protected. And I want to be around people who are like, let's go try this new vegan restaurant. Let's go for a hike. Let's go try this. Like, let's go work out together. Let's, let's be better and evolve together. Those are the friendships that like make me so happy where it's like, can we go let's to go this the, club? Yeah, let's go to this club or yeah. this club or this club. Let's go fucking out. Let's fucking take these shots. Like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Those are, it's fine. It's fun. That's, it's fun. It's but fine. I'm like, can we go do a Culver City Stairs at 6 a.m.? Like, can we go hiking? Do you want to go like There's, kayaking? It's all about balance too, right? It's, it's balance because listen, we like to turn up. We do. We, we like love turn, a good turn up. We like to turn up. Get fucked up. We love a good turn up. But, <laughs> Also, yeah, so we love to go hiking and eating good foods yeah, and so, taking our vitamins. Yeah, prioritizing and, health is 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 definitely trust this first. Prioritizing health is too, and this is interesting. Like, I want you guys to to message us and let us know what are your top five because this has actually got me thinking. Like, what are my top five? You know? Yeah, and, seriously. Like when you lay down tonight, like try to like really think about really what are your top right i'm gonna do it myself because i've actually never really thought about it we'll post it it on the instagram too yeah Yeah. we'll share our top five because i think this is super important question and when you sit down after you've discovered your top five ask yourself the people in my life move me closer or further away you know and, and if they're moving you further away, maybe not cut them off right then and there, but maybe have that conversation with them or something. Right. Or like just the conversation with yourself is important first. And again, I think this pandemic has made a lot of people realize, hey, I'm not living the way I want to live. Or, hey, things that were important to me before are not important to me now. And we're always evolving. Like, always. it's okay to yeah. evolve and change. Like, you might have a friend that you used to be super close with. They might be the fucking godmother to your daughter. Mm-hmm. But, like, you might have evolved and grown. 100%. I had a friend um, who I let go of last year. And it still, it still hurts. And I love this person. I love this person incredibly. Um, and I still have so much love for this person. I pray for this person all the time. Um, But a situation occurred and situations, red flags have been shown previously. And I got to the point where the universe will be like, the universe will send you signs, right? And then the universe will get to a point where it's like, okay, bitch, like (laughs) I'm gonna have to smack you over the head because you're not listening. And that's what happened to me. It was literally like a, all right, wake up, right? And you can't ignore that. And I had to let this person go. And I truly love this person. I still love this person. I really do. And I wish the best for them. And I don't know, maybe at some point in our future, that person will align again. And maybe we won't, but that's okay. 
when I met that person, they served me. And I won't deny that they gave me something in my life that I needed. And I will always respect and honor that because the people we meet on our journey, whether it's bad or good, it helped us become the person we are today. And I have no regrets in Amen. life. Mm-hmm. And um, part of that is evolving and realizing that we evolve as human beings and not everybody can come with us, but it doesn't have to be a terrible thing. You don't have to look at it like such a loss but be appreciative, like, hey, you know what? For the time you did have. Yeah, this person in my life during that time, like, they really gave to me everything I needed to be, and I honor that time, and I have no hate or anger towards that person. I can really look back and honestly appreciate every aspect of that time I spent with that person, but also know that this person is no longer good for the person I'm trying to become, and there's so much peace. Yeah, and there's so much peace with that. And I had to insert the boundaries for myself Good and job. Yeah, I'm proud of you. It was hard to it's do. Hard. It's hard to do, but there's no bad. If I see this person winning, I'm so happy for them. Once I stop being friends with people, I don't wish any ill intent on you. Even you if should you wish, never. yeah. Even if people wish ill intent on to me, I never reciprocate the energy. That's not the kind of person I want to move into this world as. Um, I think that so much of who we are is constantly evolving, constantly changing. And the person you may have known two years ago can be a completely different person now, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want anyone to hold me to who I was at 21. I was Uh-oh. I was crazy at 21. Shit, you know? So <laughs> if you knew me at 21, you could you could think a lot of things about me right now that are probably not true to the person I am today. Wouldn't you say the same? Definitely so. Right. So Moving with grace and allowing yourself to move with grace, but boundaries, your those top five no's, you guys, and creating those boundaries, which I think a lot of people have issues is the boundaries is the number one thing. So I think, you know, in synopsis of this episode, <laughs> I would just say, you know, listen to those red flags. Red flags. Assert those fucking boundaries. Assert boundaries. Boundaries will tell you who respects them or not, too. Exactly. Because yeah. once you assert those boundaries... I think, you know, if they're a healthy person, it might move smoothly. But if they're not healthy, then those red flags start to pop up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also, again, you know, just because you end a friendship doesn't mean it has to be over for eternity. Right. Like, yeah. They just might not be good for you at this very at this moment. moment. Yeah. Five years from now, you guys might fucking reconnect. reconnect, realign, and become best friends for the rest of your life. But... Where you are at this moment doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be friends with them right, right. at this moment. A hundred percent. And that's so important. And just and attach, just detach yourself from something with no expectations. And when you move in love, love always comes back to you. If you move in malice, malice will come back to you, you know. So I don't end any friendship trying to be messy or dirty. Even when it's done to me, it's hard. I know someone listening is like, oh, it's hard. Like somebody has spun this story or said something, you know, that's not true about me and I want to defend myself. I don't do that anymore. I just, if you're, if, if people you're talking to are going to believe the things you're saying about me, those aren't people I want to associate with either. So I'm just like, listen, move with, move with love. God bless you. You know, sending you all the good energy. And if you send me back bad energy, that's for you to live with. fuck you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's for them to live with. That's not for you to live with. I don't carry that energy. If you're you're talking poorly about me, that doesn't affect me. That affects you. You and your soul have have to deal with that. That's what you're putting back into energy. I don't, I'm not owning any of the things you do. And that's the most valuable lesson I've learned is that whatever bad thing you do to me, I stopped taking that shit on. No, 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 no. That has everything to do with you and you deal with that. So you know? what book is it that brought you to this? Uh, the Four Agreements. Exactly. The Four Agreements. Uh, take nothing <laughs> yes, personal. Yes, exactly. Yes. Take nothing personal. She's has- actually the one. Like, so <laughs> she was my hairstylist. Like, what? Starting, what? Yeah. Four years ago, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. In, like, the very first session of ours, like, she brought this book to my yeah. attention and, like, instantaneously I went and bought it because there was a bookstore right next door there was a Barnes and Noble (laughs) yeah it was Barnes and Noble right next door and I read it and it completely changed my outlook on life yeah it's a book you can read over and over again over and over and every time you read it it like changed a different different perspective Mm -hmm. of yours and but like the main perspective it changed for me was take nothing personal because whatever something somebody does to you is because of what they're going through their own suffering yeah yeah. their own projecting exactly and it's, it's so easy 
crazy to say that, but it's so hard to implement that. Like, even if you're driving on the highway and some asshole like, cuts you off or something, you're yeah. like, fuck you. It's like, no, no, no. Like, or someone's just being a jerk to you. It's like, this has nothing to do with you. Don't make it about you. It has everything to do with them and just ignore it, you know? And that's so easier said than done. I know it is because I struggle with it still. But it's true in friendships. It's like, yo, if someone wants to take the dirty route or the messy route, the drama, drama route, like, all right, that ain't got nothing to do with me. They have their own traumas to heal. Yeah, they have their I'm, own I'm clean, everything. I'm clean hands. Exactly. I'm, I'm stepping away and saying, okay, we're going to, that's how you want to, that's what you have to deal with and not me. And ultimately, again, comes to time. What you do with your time will ultimately define your life. Mm-hmm. I know that people think that money is the most important thing in life, which is absolutely not. You can always make more money, but you can't get your time back. And the people you spend your time with, um, how you spend your time, what you do with your time will ultimately define your life. And yes. are the people you're spending time with, you know, moving towards your higher self or away from it? And if you're not, if those people aren't taking you to the best person that you're supposed to be, you know, it's better to hang out by yourself <laughs> than with those fucking negative people. At or least dogs. I think so. Dogs never. Dogs, dogs never let you guys. Yes, dogs <laughs> are the best. Don't get me started. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> but no, I, I love today's topic, um, finding your tribe. And I think I could say to, you know, wrap this up would be that finding your tribe starts with finding yourself. Period. Yes. And if you're walking through a path right now where you feel like everything is being awakened or you're seeing things that you weren't seen previously and you're like what's happening to me like you know what you're probably going through a spiritual awakening and this is the best place you can be in and hey if you're interested in taking that painting class if you're interested of Go applying to that college if you're interested in and in doing something that everyone tells you just fucking do it you know you have nothing to fear like go after everything you want and go and chase the things that you feel like res- you know resonate with who you are um and do everything that makes you feel good. Yeah. And let go of the people who make you feel like shit. And you know. For doing those yeah, things. Yeah. And finding your tribe starts with finding yourself. And when we're honest about who we are in ourselves, and we're honest about the good and the bad, like, why are we in this friendship? Is it for a superficial reason? Because we all have done that where we're in friendships for superficial reasons. Um, are we hanging around people who don't really honor our higher self? When you really sit with yourself and are honest with yourself, you will find your tribe of people. And this is what we're creating here at Namaste. It's finding your tribe. And this podcast is for people who want to find their tribe and have these honest conversations. So I think that this episode being the first episode of season two is really important. Right. Wouldn't you yeah. say? Uh, definitely so. And yeah. again, like, if you feel like you have absolutely nobody to talk to, if you feel like you have nobody in your corner, DM reach us. us. We are your like, friends. And honestly, I would, you know, I would feel like anybody that's following us Already knows would that. feel the yeah. same thing. Like, you know, if you don't want to DM us directly, maybe somebody in our followers might be yeah. willing to fucking talk to you or something. Yeah. I would hope so, at least. Yeah. No, you can always <laughs> DM us, even on the Namaste page or our personal page. I always respond to my DMs, so for sure. But yeah, so to wrap today's episode, I would say... Find those five... Yep. Five priorities. Top five priorities. Listen to those red flags. Yes. And it's like yep. a relationship when you have your non-negotiables. Like, I don't want to date a dude who does this or I don't want to date a woman who does that. You have your... T- it's the same with friendships. Big it's time. the same with friendships. And and friendships can hurt just like breakups can hurt. They can feel... <laughs> if not worse, to if be not honest. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> so what you are you kind your... of expect it from, yeah, a, from a guy. <laughs> yeah. But like a girl... Friendship like, breakups have this? always hurt me more than actual same. breakups. So yeah, what are your top five priorities? And ask yourself so if it's moving So that's our, um, our action stuff for you yeah. guys. That's your homework after yes. today's episode. So Write, go wherever you are. Go home. Get your little journal out uh-huh. and write down those five things. Yes, and ask yourself. So, all right, you guys. Well, thanks for tuning in for episode one of season two of Namaste yes. the Podcast.